Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I have my friend Kat Decker on and she is incredible. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. So before I bring her on though, just a few announcements. First of all, if you have not had a chance to grab my free 20 minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, it is on my website, mysticmanta.com. It's just right at the top. You put your email address in and it takes you to that link to download that meditation. Also, the Galactic Retreat is coming up September 14th to the 17th here on the Big Island of Hawaii. And Kat is actually going to be here on the retreat with me. So I'm very excited about that. And then if you are visiting any other time and want to come on one of my Big Island UFO tours, um, please reach out, sign up for that. We always see incredible activity. And then finally, um, just announcing that I have a new modality that I am offering, something that I have created called quantum cosmic energy healing. And this is something that I can do either in person or over Zoom. So that is also on my website, mysticmanta.com. Without further ado, though, now I'm going to bring on Kat. Hello, Kat. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. So first, let me tell people about you. Um, so Kat Decker is an intuitive healer and galactic channeler with a passion for helping others remember who they are as multi-dimensional beings. She's a Reiki master and practitioner. She is certified in past life regression, soul coaching, gateway dream coaching, and red lotus practitioner. She's also a Rahani practitioner, star healing intergalactic energy practitioner, massage therapist and has studied many other areas of spirituality you have quite the breath in your studied a lot right yeah <laughs> well so um just so people can understand a little more about your background and how you got yeah. into all of these different modalities um i would love for you to share with us like kind of how you grew up what kind of household spiritual religion something else you know both my parents were teachers and they had their own spiritual background, but we didn't really grow up in a church. They became more spiritual in my 30s. Okay. Probably. And so um, I think I really found God, source energy, when I was 15 mm. and after my grandmother died. And so I started searching and uh, did that for many, many years and, and grew up in the church with my children when they were younger and then I was in high tech. I was an executive admin in high tech in Silicon Valley. And when I turned 40, my father came down with cancer. Mm -hmm. And we thought he only had six months. He ended up lasting five years. But that's when my life changed. Okay. I left high tech and wanted to spend that time with him and, and help him with all that. And I went into this little metaphysical store, thought it would be fun and found Reiki. I had no idea how to say it, but I knew that I had to do it. And I felt crystals for the first time and had my awakening. Okay. And so from that, I just kept learning and went to massage school and understood the body and met Denise Lynn and started working with her. And then found Sunny Don Johnston and lots of other teachers. And so it's been 
13 years of certifications and, and just kind of learning about myself. And through that time, my family has adjusted for the most part until the galactic. So okay. this is a whole different conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. um, I remember when we were camping and we were talking about Reiki and my family having a hard time with Reiki and now Reiki's kind of normal, right? Yeah. That's easy. But uh, so they finally accepted the Reiki. And then when the galactic stuff really kind of exploded for me a year ago, and thank you for all your help in figuring out what that was, by the way, I highly recommend her services. Um, when that happened, I was really hesitant to kind of come out of that closet. Mm -hmm. It's challenge. It can be challenging because it's like really, I mean, it's it, out there. It is out there way more than okay. There's energy. Yeah, like you're saying, Reiki yeah. is more mainstream now. Right. It. I mean, they do it in hospitals. It's it's so different. Mm -hmm. And but you mentioned galactic, and you know, people kind of look at you sideways, and you know, and uh, so that's been the biggest challenge. Okay. I would say in the last year for me. Okay, so let's, um, I guess we'll start with, we, so we, because we share common teachers and mentors, we both yeah. with Denise Lynn, who we yeah. both absolutely adore, and Sonny Don Johnston, and, yeah. and so um, when, I guess, first tell me, last year, so a year ago, what was the first experience that you had that really, you were like, oh, there's yeah. something here. <laughs> that was a big one. I knew I was from a different universe, you know, but I didn't really know much past that. And last year I was at a retreat with Sunny and we were in Sedona of all places. If you want to get activated, go there. Yeah. And, um, and the last day of the retreat, I asked uh, Brandy Porter, who was fantastic. I asked her for a crystalline DNA activation. I had truly no idea what that was, but my higher self kind of said it. I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. Mm -hmm. And gosh, I was on the table and all of a sudden I felt this energy coming through my body and I couldn't move. It was actually a little scary. My entire body froze up. My ears vibrated, my face, everything. And I was just trying to breathe through what was happening with my body. And now I understand a little bit better. I think all the cells are changing and mm -hmm. trying to get into that new frequency, but my hands went out to the side and I felt them change into three fingers. Okay. I wasn't going to tell anybody that because <laughs> I thought I was nuts. And then afterwards, Brandy told me that both she and Sunny, because Sunny had to come in because I, I couldn't get out of it. So she called oh. in the angels and they worked on me to kind of get back in my body. But they both saw that my fingers had changed. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think that was the beginning of me trusting myself in, okay, at least somebody else saw what happened. And then I trusted what I felt and it kind of started there. <laughs> Well, and then Brandy, I think she's the one that pointed you to me, right? Yes. 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 She said, you need to work with Lisa. 
And I saw you on one of the 365 classes with the human design. Mm -hmm. And so then I contacted you and, and did the meet the galactic family. And that was incredible. And, and there's something in having someone else witness it with you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a huge difference because we can have all sorts of experiences on our own. But when someone else is there and feels it and senses it and can give feedback, then you know you're not alone. And it, that's why I so appreciate the work that you do, because there's so many of us that don't really understand what's happening. And then when it does, it usually, you know, it just hits like a train would and you just kind of have to breathe through it and then find mentors. And it's not easy to find galactic mentors. Well, it's, it's not. And there are different types, right? They're, they right. have different agendas, mm -hmm. different things. So, I mean, with any kind of mentor or teacher, you have to find someone that you resonate with their energy right. first and foremost, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of my daughters, uh, the, the, <laughs> when I had to tell her about everything, and so, uh, and kind of say at some point, I'm going to come out on Facebook, which I did a few weeks ago. Oh, thank you. It was terrifying. I wrote the post and I closed the laptop and I went to bed. I mean, I, I couldn't even look at anything right away. But my daughter was worried that I would have the grandchildren and that a spaceship would come and pick up the grandkids. <laughs> like, it's not like that. It can be if you want to, but, you know, I said, that's not what I'm interested in at this point, not to Hawaii. Right. Yes, I know. It's funny because last year on my Sacred Soul Kona retreat, I had one of my ladies and she just every night, she's like, pick me up, pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, so let's, so you came out on Facebook sharing your galactic stuff and then what was the response like the response was actually beautiful you know it was so nice I didn't I didn't die I didn't you know I didn't get any crazy messages from my family or friends and actually it was really nice because I had a few people um some that have been my teachers thank me you know mm -hmm. for for having the resolve to go ahead and do that and to yeah. to come out because it makes it easier for them if they need to. It does. Well, and it makes, so the more of us that are waking up to who we really are and knowing that we are more than just this earth life. Yeah. We're willing to speak up and share. It helps validate other people's experiences. And for me, that's when I started writing about my experiences and I was getting feedback like, thank you, thank you. You know, I feel seen and like, I'm not crazy. And so that gave me the courage to really step out. And then just having people like you and all the people that have been doing my sessions. And it's just the more that you do it and for you, the more that you're stepping into this there's not, not going to be any more fear. There's no worry whatsoever because it's your true purpose and calling. It's who you here, are here to be. Yeah, and, and when we understand that we're so much more than Lisa or Kat, yeah. right? Th this is the shell that I'm in now. This is not at all who I am. Right. Right? We have so many gifts from other lifetimes and that we've done this stuff before and, and we're here now for this reason. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, when I was a kid, I always looked up at the stars. I've always loved anything sci-fi, you know, just loved all that stuff. And, and now it all makes sense. But, you know, we're here now, I think, to, to help the young ones mm-hmm. understand who they are, to help teenagers who may not have parents that are open yet. And they have no idea what's happening to them. Yeah, I love that you say that because recently I've had a couple opportunities to work with younger kids, which, um, you know, one was a 16 year old and her parents are so open minded and accepting. And so the fact that they got her a session to help her so she wouldn't stay stuck in patterns and trauma. Mm -hmm. And then then I worked with my youngest one, a 10 year old to understand what she was experiencing in her house because she's seen all of these different entities and different galactic beings as well. And so it's just, it, um, it's pretty beautiful. Cause I never thought I would work with kids, but why not? They, they actually need help. There. And a hundred years ago, people like us were thrown into a sane asylums. Yes. There was no place. There right. wasn't an internet for people to find us or, or parents and, um, my youngest daughter had her awakening at 15 during art class. Okay. And her galactic guide is from Sirius. And so she woke up in art class, not remembering the last 15 minutes. And all over her page was Sirius and her guide's name and this picture of the guide and all these symbols. And she called me totally freaked out. I was excited. I thought it was great. She did not think it was as exciting. And it was really hard for her because she was the only one that she knew. Mm-hmm. And she tried to talk to some of her friends and they didn't understand. And she kind yeah. of withdrew and stopped going to school. It was just too scary for her. And so I don't want that to happen to other children if, you know, if yeah. possible. So, how old is she now? 26. Okay. So has she embraced it more now? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no. Um, she was funny. I mean, when she, when she woke up, she could communicate with animals. She could hear the trees sing mm-hmm. and, and, and she saw people that had passed and she would actually walk down the hallways at school and, see almost like a pit of fire and she could feel the burn on her legs. So she, she just wide awake saw it all. Yeah. And it was really scary. And uh, so she went through a period of time where she thought maybe there was something wrong with her and that she wasn't seeing things. And now she knows that's not true, mm-hmm. but she's afraid if she opens that Pandora's box again, yeah. that she's not quite ready for that. I'm ready for her to do it. But the funny thing is her guide is named Azisha. We'll be in the car. I can hear Azisha yelling at me to get to her. I'm like, you're not my guide. Right? Yell at her. (laughs) It's not my fault. She's a grown woman. You know, they still try to get through as much as they can get through. Yeah. When my daughter, um, she is starting to be curious and open about where she's yeah. from. And that's exciting. 
Yeah, we have a, nat- a naturopathic doctor here who really sees her. And he's like, have you, yeah. he asked me, like, have you done a regression on her to find out where she's from? And I'm like, not yet, but um, at some point. How she's old? almost 17. So she's getting ready. Yeah. So at least she knows that. She, and she actually recently thanked me for being giving her her part alien. <laughs> that's cute that's something right that um because for a while she was just like I don't want anything to do with you you're embarrassing and all of that so oh sure it's our job as moms to embarrass our children (laughs) yes and I remember going through that myself as a teenager my mother was into all of this spiritual woo-woo stuff and I inadvertently was in it and then yeah then embraced it, but it took a while for me to embrace because I'm like, my mom is crazy. All her friends are crazy. But now I thank her for introducing me to that world, right? Because you went to a special high school. It wasn't a high No, no. I went to public high school. It was a spiritual school of enlightenment. Okay. So like going, I mean, not church, but it was basically like if Abraham Hicks had a had a big house that people would come to regularly for classes. It was like that. It was like that and doing, yeah, different kind of um, practices, interesting ones, blindfolded archery and blindfolded, a lot of blindfolded stuff. <laughs> yeah. I wish there were more, I'm sure there are some, but I, I wish there were more like that, more places for these, these kids to really experience. And if they yeah. don't like it, okay. But if, if they could experience what it's like before they lose it all. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it would. And I mean, I think at some point we're getting there in society, but we have, we need some big changes (laughs) in our system. I know. I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. So, okay. So last year you had this experience in Sedona and then. Yeah. Over the last year, then what's been going on for you with this? Yeah, so it's grown exponentially. Um, So from that, the so now from that, I got a a healing, a physical healing in the palm of my hands. That from that first being that I can use to. It's not a physical healing. It's interesting. What it does is, you know, you can go through all these lessons to learn something mm-hmm. and you don't want to take someone's choices away, but sometimes you're stuck and you just can't get beyond that. Yeah. What this does is help push that final piece beyond whatever that is. Okay. And uh, so the energy comes through kind of like Reiki does. And I go up to the crown and it goes out my hands, but it's, it's such an intense energy. It's very different and it's, it's a higher frequency. Yeah. So it's, it's not beautiful. If I can say it's, <laughs> it's not beautiful. I have to breathe a certain way to be able to release the energy as it's coming. My body starts vibrating. It, having your ears vibrate is a really weird sensation. Can I just say that? So it has to come through, but it's beautiful. 
and it's it's just an intensity and it lasts for about 20 minutes probably it depends on what the person is going through and they have their own experience and then so that's that and then working with uh dr sue mortar and the breath work to come into the body and really get the higher self in the body when i started doing that i would change into that being again mm -hmm. And then the longer I did that, then I transferred to another being, okay. a second one that would come. And I will be channeling that one. And my face morphs and my, my mouth comes down to very tiny and my head gets bigger than it already is. And, and then the third is a light language, which is this beautiful feminine being and and that's a higher vibration. Each one is almost its own frequency. Okay. So through the breath work and through that, I've been able to kind of figure out that. So the light language is beautiful and that's with my hands. Mm -hmm. And then I have, so there are 12 altogether. Okay. And they're different. I found that they're different aspects. And this is where it gets super woo woo. Yeah. Different, right? <laughs> different aspects of myself, mm -hmm. of my higher self, in different dimensions. Yes. Right. So, um, and so you helped me figure that out, which was incredibly helpful because having them come into my body then isn't as scary. Right. I, that's what, when I figured that out, I'm like, Oh, okay. It's just me. <laughs> right. It makes all the difference. Cause, cause yeah. you know, sometimes when people channel, I don't know if that's the case. Right. And I've had some people, Sunny was concerned about that at first until I told her what that was. And then, you know, she understood. Mm -hmm. And I have a mantis, which I love. Uh, super cool. I'm not sure what his purpose is yet. I actually think it's, it's give, to give me peace. Okay. But it's a beautiful feeling when he comes in. And... Was, real quick, was last week the first time that you felt him come in? So last week was, was the first time he came in fully. Okay. Before that, that's a good question. Before that, I had felt him. And I think he's number six. I think that's right. Six. I had felt him and I knew it was a mantis, but he hadn't come in yet. Okay. So last week in Sedona during a sound healing and I was right by the sound bowls. So it was that frequency and he came in fully and moved my hands and my ankles. And that's the first time they have been fully with my legs as well. Okay. What's new. Super interesting about yeah. you think that maybe he's number six is that that was our sixth group that we have done. In the <laughs> oh, <session. well>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect then. Yes. So he was number six and I never got to finish that class but he came through anyway. Right. In in Sedona. So that was that was really neat. Um and then I have I have an octopus one. Have you ever seen the octopus ones? No, but I know. I well, we yeah. have octopus here, okay. you know. I and I know octopus okay. are complete ETs. <laughs> can can I say that was really hard for me? Okay. Why? Because because <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like am I like a gelatinous blob? with these tentacles that kind of go like this. <laughs> it was just, it was beautiful. And 
and just weird to for my brain to wrap around what that was. For some reason, the mantis was easier than the tentacle being. But the tentacle being is actually quite lovely. And he accesses information in all timelines and all dimensions through mm. the tentacles. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's almost like he can go through and as he moves, there are reins of information that he accesses. It's so cool. So how does that information come through for you then? I don't know yet. Okay. That that's part of that. That's part of this whole year process because as they come in, I can feel them a little bit and then I get another one and then I get another one. And so the one I've worked with the most is the first one with the healing. And do you know what one that is? Like what group it is or where they are from? I want to say, I want to say Veda. Vega. Vega. Is, is that right? Vega is a star in the Lyra system. They're, they're small. Okay. Very, very small. Um, and I don't know his name yet. I'm trying to work on the name, but that's part of me getting quiet Mm -hmm. and really kind of delving into each one. And I have to do more of that. Yeah. Because I, and I know I have to find it out for myself. Yes. That's, that's how I have to connect. And I think there's still some fear probably with some of that. And so that's been the last week since I got back from Sedona. That's what I've been working with the most is releasing some of that fear from past lives, from this one. It doesn't serve me. Not at all helpful. And I know they're waiting for me to kind of get to business. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Let me, let me share something with you that might help inspire you. So, you know, at the beginning of the year, I got a strong message that I was supposed to lead these different sessions with these different groups. And like we were talking about it, I now know they're just different aspects of me. And so that helped me be like, okay, I can, I can bring in myself. Like I can tap into that right. different realm, something that is more outside of myself. Yeah. There's like, can I do that? But so I didn't know what these sessions, what they were going to be like, but. um, When you created them, you weren't sure what it was really. No, they, I just, what I was told was trust us. We will show up and whatever needs to happen will happen. And so I, you know, the first session were the Arcturians, which I I knew like, okay, I can do Arcturians for sure. Right. 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 And then also Syrians, because now I know my that life. And so each week I have just been, you know, I know what the general themes are, but in terms of what's coming out of me, it really? just comes in the moment. And it has been a true test of trust and really trusting them, me, you know, that. Right. And that it's all for a beautiful, higher, higher and greatest good kind of purpose. See, and that's, and that's really the focus. Yeah. Right. 
is being of service and getting, sorry, I'm writing some of this down yeah, yeah. <laughs> for my own notes. Yeah, I wanted to share that with you because as, yeah, thank you. as I'm stepping through it, because it, I'm in new territory as well. Like really, it's only been in the last year that I've been doing the vocal channeling. And that was, you know, again, started with Arturians, but now it's yeah. being through with these other groups and these other, yeah, like you're saying, the energy is flowing and that healing energy from these different realms, it's pretty right. powerful. Well, and like I told you also, uh, when I was at this retreat, uh, when you're talking about the focal, you know, when you lower resistance, everything's a lot easier. And so I want to tell everybody when I was sleeping at 4.30 in the morning for apparently for 20 minutes, right, one of my roommates woke up and heard me and I was to the right of her, heard me talking in a different language that was not human. And she really wanted to see, but she was like this. I don't want to see if she shapeshifted. I don't want to see what she looks like. And she was kind of afraid. But it was cute because in that moment, she knew she had galactic as well. Okay. And it is still hard for her. She has several businesses. It's still hard for her to step into her regular spiritual stuff. And doing the galactic is is that another layer. And so she was afraid if she looked, then it would really activate. So she kind of put it aside. Uh, but one of the women there who I met at a retreat last year came to me and said that she had started to realize she's galactic. Okay. And she's a beautiful woman in her seventies, had no idea that yeah. this would ever be her path at all. And so that was, that was pretty neat. It is. There and are more of us. There are. There are. And again, the yeah. more that, like me stepping out, you stepping out now, the more yeah. that those of us that really are stepping out and willing to put ourselves out on the limb and shine our light and be like, okay. Right. Then, then it yeah. does other people wake up or activate mm -hmm. and be able to then also be a light for this. Well, something that Sunny had said to me um, when when I was talking about my fear about it, and it was really helpful. She had said that when she started the mediumship and the angels, mm -hmm. as did all of these other people that are in that space, they were on the fringe of what society accepted. Yes. And now everyone knows mediums, right? That's, there are TV shows about it, right? Right. And so that's been so accepted and she named several, I won't, I won't name them because I don't know if they wouldn't want their names done, but several people that are in that doing all the, mm -hmm. you know, books and such, they're about to step into the galactic, mm. but they haven't yet. Mm. And so, because it's still on that fringe. Yeah. And, but they're also realizing that that is going to have to be something that comes out sooner than later. Because I don't know about you, but I, and, and I'm sure other people that follow you, there's this sense of needing it to happen now. Timelines are speeding up. Yes. Thank you. Are going to have like yeah. open communication and yeah. yeah. I mean, and yeah. it, 
it helps that the government is finally starting to admit that these things are real. You know, <laughs> just for, for people who haven't followed this. Yeah. So 2017, there were leaked videos from the Navy. Whistleblowers leaked those videos. 2020s when the Pentagon finally came out in the middle of COVID and said, yes, these things are real. So the government fully admitted it, but it was buried because of COVID. And then in um, 2021, the Pentagon released the same videos that were leaked saying, okay, here's the footage, even though people had already seen these videos. 20, last year, Congress had its first hearing since the 1960s to make it safer for whistleblowers to come out about what they have seen, what they experience. And already this year, we've had an uptick in like sightings, experiences. So it's just, it's like almost a snowball effect, I think, of what's happening. Yeah. So why do you think we have, we've had more sightings? Do you think well, it's to prepare people, to let them know what's happening? Yeah, I do. And because the, um, our galactic family wants us to know about them, but they can't just land because we have free will. Right. And so those of us that want to connect, anyone, anyone can intentionally ask to have an experience. And when you intentionally ask, then it will be given. Just like with the yeah. angels, the archangels, you know, any of that, it's you have to ask. And so more and more people are seeing things that are opening their minds. And then those of us who really are experiencing these other lives, but also, you know, the more that the government is saying, okay, these things are real. So then the skeptical people are now kind of flipping to like, oh, they're, be they're a little more curious. And so I think that, I mean, hopefully in our lifetime, because you and I were both in our fifties, hopefully in our lifetime, we will have like open communication and become part of the galactic family. I think we will. I mean, like you said, timelines are, are speeding up exponentially. And I mean, from what, like when I talked about earlier with Reiki, even from what I was, what was accepted in 2010 mm -hmm. is very different Yeah. now extremely different. And so I think more people are going on stage, more people are talking about it. Yeah. Younger people are talking about it. And again, like you said, you can see them. Yeah. And what's really, I mean, really ultimately, because we are all connected, we are all, mm. we, we have all of these experiences, every single one of us. It's just some of us are ready to realize it more than other people. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, and, I agree. And so that's, that's like you and I realizing, okay, this is just different aspects of ourselves because we're not separate from it. Just like no. we're, we're not separate from source either. Right. 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 Absolutely. And when we realize that then, and I, I think that's probably hard for some people to mm -hmm. understand yeah. Right. It's much easier um, to think that it's just this one lifetime. And I think when you go past, but I always say if, you know, if you want to experience what it's like to be a woman, you have to be a woman Yeah. or a man, you know, whatever experience you have to have. And to think that we're only here for a blip. Right. Doesn't make sense. 
No. And well, and you, I mean, so you and I were both trained from Denise in past life regression. Yeah, right? yeah. And so working with our clients, obviously yeah. we're, they're having these other experiences. Right. And they all have value. Mm -hmm. They all have value. Sometimes it's just to witness someone else and to help them on their journey. Yeah. You know, um, but we're all connected. And like when I was at De Denise's, but there were 12 of us, I think. And, and she saw past lives with all of us together with her, you know, back in Delphi. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's so many different, different ways to look at it. And, you know, I've now seen things to you, a few of my past lives, not on this planet. Right. And, and that's actually incredibly helpful because once you, you can know it, mm -hmm. but once you experience it and you feel it, everything changes. It does. Right? So Your reality changes. I would love for you to share with us one of those experiences. Oh, it was so neat. Um, so, so when I first met my little guy with the three fingers, uh, I didn't know where I was going to go. And when we went through the past life, it was a planet that was uh, kind of purpley sky. And everything kind of looked like lava spires, spires, mm -hmm. and everything was just dark. There wasn't, there weren't any buildings, no vegetation that I could see. Yeah. And it just looked bare. And, and that's when I, I met the little guy. And then I realized that it was home. Mm. And that's when I looked down and I realized that it was me that I was seeing. It wasn't him that I was seeing. I was that person. Yeah. And, you know, it changes. It just, it just changes how you feel. And it was this beautiful memory of just being home. And, you know, I read your book and I've read other books. They talk about wanting to go home all the time. And now I get it. Mm -hmm. Because once you have that experience and, you know, life on here is hard. It's meant to be. Right? Right. So we can learn so much and have all these wonderful experiences that we want to have. Um, and at the same time on these other planets, they don't have the difficulty that we have and it's just love and they communicate mm -hmm. better right? telepathically. And so there isn't lying. There isn't any of that yucky stuff that we have the here. It's so different yeah. and they have so much love for us, mm -hmm. you know, we're their children, we're part of them and they have so much love for us. And, and people have this, some people mm -hmm. have this fear of them. And I wish they understood how lovely they are. Yeah. I, is what I've experienced so far. I completely get that because every one of the private meet your galactic family and guide sessions that I've done over the last, yeah. um, I guess nine months since I offered that everyone has, like you're saying this really like they, they want to cry. They feel so much love and they feel like, wow, you know, this, 
this is my family and it, like way more than their earth family feels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry, mom. Um, yeah, sorry, mom too. And yeah, dad. Sorry. Um, no, it's totally different. And it's also realizing that connection with each other. Mm-hmm. Here, we're, there's so much polarity. We don't even realize yeah. that connection. And like one of my favorite movies is Avatar. And I love using that as an example of how interwoven we all are. Yes. And it's interwoven with our galactic families as well. It is not just here. This is such a tiny, tiny little piece of what's out there. It's so beautiful out there. Why would you want to limit yourself to just here? Well, and again, I think there's there's fear that people have. Sure. Because this is a known thing. And one of people's biggest fears is fear of the unknown. True which keeps them in their box, in their little comfort zone. And uh, so that's been my experience, at least with people that I'm interacting with in terms of, um, you know, they they don't want to necessarily know that they have these other lives that are not of Earth. But, you know, at some point, it's not my job to convince them, you know. No, and, and actually, that's a good point, because, you know, it may not be their path this lifetime to even know that. Yeah. Right. They everybody is on their own journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, honoring our own path is is honoring everybody else's as well. Just yeah. don't tell me I'm crazy. That's all I ask. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just let me do my thing. Right. It looks like. Yeah. yeah. So we, we do have a question from Kathy. She which we kind of touched on. But do you. So do you ever get scared and don't want to communicate with them? She's asking. Uh, After the first time, it was really scary. Absolutely. Um, Feeling that I wasn't in control. And a few times after that, it still took me a while before I could, because the breath raises my vibration. And it was uncomfortable. Once I was in the energy enough, that my cells kind of understood what was happening. Once I put myself to here, hand on the heart and one on the solar plexus, once I do that, then I'm okay. And sometimes it's a struggle to kind of get back to me. And then I wiggle my toes and ground myself. Um, At first it was scary. Once I learned that they were me, it wasn't as scary, but I have, in fairness, I do have some very large grounding crystals now <laughs> that I use when I meditate that help me stay here. Because uh, sometimes, actually, once I did come, probably come out of my body a little too much. Okay. So uh, I realized I had to remind myself to breathe. Mm. So I needed to be more grounded. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, so I just to touch on that too. Yeah. So, one of the things, just like with, um, you know, any kind of dimensional beings, there are different beings that reside in different dimensions and different frequencies. Yes. And so, it's for me, it's really important for me and to get any of my clients or my UFO customers that do the extended spiritual to really get their vibration into that higher frequency. Because 
we only can have that match us come in. So if we are vibrating very low, very low frequency, then yeah, we might get something coming into our space that challenges us a little. That doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's just, right. right? And it's still an aspect of ourselves. (laughs) Just So true. Um, I did find out, and and if any of your listeners know what this is, please let me know. I'd be really interested. Um, I was having uh, I was having a healing by a Reiki master that I know that's in Washington, and she had witnessed a lot of the galactic stuff. So just kind of doing that healing, but she saw a yellow grid around me. And she was going to start taking that grid off and they all kind of said, she heard this, no, and she's like, what was that? <laughs> and they were warning her, no, she cannot take that grid off. That is there to protect me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know a lot about grids. So if you do, I would love to have this conversation, but I don't know if that's a galactic thing. I don't know if it's, because I have a hard time grounding that they have put this in place to ensure that whatever work I do, but she said it's there for safety. It's mm-hmm. absolutely not to be removed. Okay. Yeah. I don't know much, too much about that. I kind of know about, you know, grids on the earth and stuff, but um, I, I mean, My own weird yellow grid. <laughs> so Kathy, Kathy also is asking, do you literally change form like with three fingers, like you did with Brandy? I mean, like you're not, your your fingers are doing weird things and your feet are, but it's not like you're necessarily so, shifting yes. in your appearance, are you, or are you? I am, I am shape-shifting. Okay. So, and I, I only know that to be true because of what Brandy and and what they saw Okay. And it, it feels like I only have three fingers. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it feels a difference. And when Mantis came in, um, my legs, my feet morphed yeah. and shifted. And, and it was a little painful afterwards, but, but they, they did, my uh, ankles shifted. Now I shape shift. The first time it happened was in 2010 during a past life regression that I was doing at Denise's when we were learning how to do all that stuff. And uh, I started, that's when I went into a quick little galactic thing where I was on a platform with crystals. And then I shot through like 500 lives where I was an observer and I just saw saw little pieces of it. But they both said I shapeshifted into, I don't know what they're called, but it's Egyptian. But now I know it's also galactic with the things with the ears and the long snout. You know, it, it kind of looks like a headdress. Okay. Are you... Like the shape of a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, snout. Anubis. Anubis. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I shifted into Anubis, and that freaked them out. And uh, we were supposed to go to lunch, and for 15 minutes, I couldn't move. Okay. Because uh, I, I had to get back into my body. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I actually do shapeshift, which is why my girlfriend refused to look at me when I was okay. talking. <laughs> That makes sense. And actually, when I was speaking um, at the bookstore last month, one of the people in the audience asked, they said, 
you know, are shapeshifters real? Because um, I, I think it was a man who was asking me the question. He's like, I was at the KTA, which is our local grocery store. I was at the KTA and I really swear I saw someone that shapeshifted. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, shamans do it. Native American shamans shapeshift. Right. And, and I think it's one of those things if you're not told you can't, you don't know why not. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and even I remember being in one of Denise's retreats um a few years ago and it was a shamanic retreat. And um she had us basically shape shift into an animal. Like <gasps> where our our spirit animal was. And so I shape shifted into a manta ray. And I've like I oh, beautiful felt my body truly in the energy <laughs> of the mantle. <mantra. laughs> so, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and that's the, that's the, I mean, I've never done it where I've tried to necessarily. It just happens. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what happens when you come in September. I am so excited. So I, come play with me and Kat and see what kind of crazy. Oh my goodness. I, I'm just so excited because it, to me, it has the same energy. Like Sedona has all these vortexes. Yeah. And so when you go to a place like that, even if you don't want to have an experience, yeah. chances are you're going to, if you're at all spiritual. Yes. Um, and so for me, and there's lots of galactic stuff there anyway, but being in that vibration and with those people and in such a sacred group, mm -hmm. you don't have that resistance. Right. And you're already vibrating so high with everybody around you because they're everyone's like-minded, right? So it's easy. So Hawaii is going to be the same thing. And I'm so looking forward to it. I can't wait. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So again, there are some spots available if anyone wants to come and play with yes, me. Please. <laughs> So, um, well, okay. So all of this work that you're doing, I mean, you're, you're trained in so many modalities, right? right. But that right. doesn't mean you necessarily do them all or do you, are you just kind of a, whatever someone needs or how do you like working with your clients or how will you? So mostly it's, it's one-on-one -on -one coaching and it depends on what that person needs. Okay. You know, intuitively guided to, do they need just a reading? Do they need Reiki? Is it the galactic? Um, I almost always do past life regression because I just love that work. Yeah. And I think it's so valuable. And um, the clutter clearing, I actually love to do because I love to clean houses. <laughs> so I, well, I know it sounds really weird, but yeah. um, I'm a minimalist for the most part. And I think getting rid of, stuff that's stuck is a great way to it moves energy because it, it blocks really our mind does. i mean yeah as a former interior designer and minimal yeah same. right exactly right. and so it's more kind of like you do right it's it's looking at the person what their needs are and then working around and truly what they're comfortable doing yeah and again the galactic healing isn't for everyone but now I understand who it's for. Mm -hmm. And so I, I can tell if, if they have a block that this works on or if it will pass over too many layers that they actually have to do themselves. Mm, that's a really good point. You know, cause sometimes going, going through the journey is the good stuff. 
you know, you learn so much going through that. I always think of it as a really tough hike. There's a hike here called Prisma. It's 1400 feet down and it's straight back up. Okay. And so it's a tough hike and halfway through I'm swearing, you know, coming back up, it's rough, but it feels so good when you're done mm-hmm. and you feel accomplished. Yeah. And that's kind of what some of that journey is, but sometimes you just get stuck and you need those roadblocks. I don't know if it's karmic. I'm not sure what it is. I think a lot of it is actually karmic stuff that needs to be released mm-hmm. that can be released, but you still have that little bit of residue. Yeah. And so it just releases all of that. Yeah. So we do have um, a question from Tracy who's asking, can people with control issues let go enough to have past life regression? So I'll let yes, you know. I'm extremely controlling. Me too. <laughs> extremely controlling. I mean, especially, you know, it's just like walk down five steps. I think, well, what about 10? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm extremely controlling. Uh, so yes, it's possible. Um, really it's, do you have the intent to want to work through it? Yes. And do you trust the person that is guiding you? Oh, that's huge. Have to have trust. You, you really have to, um, you have to trust the person where they learned that. And, you know, a lot of the, you know, when, you know, Lisa and I learned from really great person, right? So a lot of it is also letting the person go where they need to go. And you don't control much of it. You really don't. You let them guide themselves and you don't tell them what they're seeing or not seeing. They, they do the work. Exactly. You're just there to ask questions to help them get through certain places. Like, yeah, there's so many times that, that I'll be led through one. And it's like, you know, go through a mist. I'm in a crystal cave. <laughs> so there is no mist for me. Right. I'm in Crystal Cave, or they'll say, "Don't do it yet." I'm already there. Right. Uh, right. So I just go with it. Well, and that's that's yeah. so funny because these, you know, over the last six sessions that I've been doing with the group, with the different galactics, some people they're like, "Oh, my people are already here. My my galactics <laughs> shut up." I'm like, "That's good." Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, if they're already there, great. For those of you who aren't there, okay, now we're going to bring them in. <laughs> right. Know? I mean, sometimes it just happens and you skip forward a few and there's there's no way to do it. I don't think there's any way to do it wrong if you're with someone that, that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. And doing a one-on-one session is very different than doing group. Yes. So if Very it's, different. Yeah. I mean, group is wonderful and you can get a lot through with a group. They both have um, extreme amounts of value. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about the the group for what I've had is that, you know, you have so many people there and sometimes you have, you do bounce off energies from other people, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're all there for the same intention. So it can be beautiful. And the one-on-one, you can really get deep. Yes. And then, so that is what I wanted to bring up for Tracy or anyone else that's interested in doing any kind of regression is that when you do it one-on-one, the practitioner knows how deep you are and whether you need to go a little deeper and let go of that control a little bit more. Right. And can help you heal it. Yes. Right. I'm a big 
big uh, proponent of going through the past life, it shouldn't stay painful. No. You can heal that timeline, right? And it heals immediately right now. And and it's done. Yeah. Because you don't have to see it again. Right. I know. It's very powerful and it's beautiful. And and then you can also, you know, you evaluate when you're done with the past life, you evaluate what the gift was in it. And what did you learn, even if it was a painful one? Because once you're through it and you see it, you're objective. Yeah. That pain's not there anymore. Yep. And, well, and the way that we were trained as well is you can change the storyline. You can rewrite the story. Oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> so just do all the time. make it all up, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all intention. Intention is everything, right? It is. And it's a great way to to get rid of fears of abundance. You know, a lot of us, especially in this work, we're monks, nuns, right? You know, martyrs for many, 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 many lifetimes. And so now, with abundance, we feel we should we shouldn't have it. We don't charge. We feel guilty if if we have more than someone else, and and that's not necessary at all anymore. Denise Lemon is one of those. Yeah. Right. She said she'd give the front door off her house if anybody wanted it. And she had to go back and heal those. Yeah. Well, Sunny did too. Sunny had to change that money mindset as well. It's like, it's okay. I'm worthy. I can actually have abundance. Yeah. It can be really difficult. Yeah. So Tracy's also wondering, does it need to be in person for the monitoring? And so I, and I agree. Yeah, I've done it both. Uh, I can say it's really funny. Um, before COVID, I was more of an in-person kind of kind of healer, for sure. Yeah. Um, I love the one-on-one. I love the, the sacredness of, of it and the bonding. But I have to say, being long distance and doing it on Zoom, there's almost a better energy cut between the two and you can get more I think you can get deeper because you don't have that as much of a energetic exchange in person does that make sense it does to me and so what's super interesting because again you and I we have a very similar training and then I've also had people who are QHHT trained on the show really Uh, they are not allowed to do it over Zoom. They have to do it in person. Um, and part of that, get too deep? but yeah, so part of that is because they do. And if the communication shuts off, mm. then they're still too deep. Now, okay. what's interesting, though, is that um, even though I'm not officially training QHHT, I have read I don't, I've got a whole bookshelf of Dolores Cannon's books. And so <laughs> and, and they have had a QHHT session done. So yeah. I kind of know what the difference is or how it runs. And even over Zoom, I am able to get people to that deep, deep, deep level, same as I think QHHT. And I've never had right. any problems. So I think it's just yeah. about, again, I I agree. I guess it depends on what you're working on. Like if it's massive trauma, might be good to do it in person. So you have that, that, you know, you need a hug. Right. Or make sure that they have somebody after them. But 
some of the remote healing work has actually been some of the best. Yeah. I think. And so, Zoom has ended up being wonderful. So. I would say for anyone that's curious about that, just trust your gut trust or trust yeah. your instinct, trust your knowingness. So if you feel right. like, oh, okay, I can relax over Zoom, then awesome. If you feel like, oh, I really need to do in person, then. I had one this morning with Elena. Okay. We went through a, a hypnosis lying on my bed with that so she could still see me. Right. And, um, and it was to release some past fear mm. and went into two to three different, um, lifetimes and it, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was super easy, you know? So yeah, yeah. one today. So yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> very so, valuable. Anyway. Yeah. It is, it is. And so, okay, well, we're going to have to have you back on i would love to thank you yes because i can't wait to like just see what unfolds for you because again you've already had so much happen in the last year and you are just you are this beautiful lotus just blossoming thank out you. thank and you so much i'm so I appreciate happy that of your thank you. <laughs> and i will continue to work on my guys so i find out more information for all of us Yes. And do you have a website or anything? How can people find you if they want to? Um, they can find me on Facebook. I don't have a website yet that's being made. Okay. So it's Catherine Riddell Decker is how you find me on Facebook. And right. I'm one of Lisa's friends, so you can find me there too. Yes. So, okay. Well, uh, thank you so, so much for thank being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Blessings for, to everyone. For coming out of the closet. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll okay. just keep going that's right and i'll so, see you in september yes and so for everyone watching or listening thank you so much for your time and i'll see you next time on connection to the cosmos aloha bye